Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unfiltered, unscripted, 100% us, fully clothed. Yes, that was my first time doing the full introduction because my pal Mel is not here and I'm sad. Anyways, um, I do have a very special guest and I will introduce her in just a second. I want to tell you how we met and then we obviously, this is unfiltered, it's unscripted. We have somewhat of a plan. Hopefully it goes in that direction and if it doesn't, oh well. (laughs) We are going to share um, living abroad, the highs, the lows and um, everything in between and maybe some talk about comfort zones and dirty secrets from the hostels (laughs) so without further ado my very special guest is natalie she has a beautiful accent so this podcast should be easy to listen to she is from england uh we met on a broken down bus but it took us getting off of the bus until we met so we rode this bus for an hour and a half together and didn't really um say anything to each other and then we all started walking in the same direction and this man was like hey are you guys all going to the same place like you all have suitcases and you're all looking at your google maps and I'm like and I turned around I'm like I don't know are we and then we just kind of started chatting and then we went for a drink after that and bonded over what most girls bond over (laughs) shitty relationship (laughs) stories (laughs) so um I will pass the mic over to Natalie and we'll dive right into the nitty-gritty. Hello, I'm Natalie. Um yeah, so that's the story. We met just random little meat. Um <laughs> meat cute. <laughs> but yeah, it was great and I'm very grateful for it. Um because yeah, already it's helped me quite a lot in the past couple of weeks with things so um yeah it's been good and so I've been in New Zealand for one year roughly um on a working holiday visa and yeah came over from England just on my own um which I guess sounds daunting and it is a bit but you know if you're in the right place in the right headspace it's great and it's fun um and you just have to be open to whatever's going to happen really which is exciting um and then and then you left (laughs) so yeah um so that was all experience and a lot more happens in that sort of um time than when you're just sitting at home same old thing every day (laughs) and um then I went home again for a month and a bit to England and I recently decided to actually come back to New Zealand because my visa got extended um and then here we are mm-hmm. um <laughs> I didn't realize it would be so much me having to see <laughs> you might ask me I will ask you questions don't you worry sorry <laughs> No, it's unscripted. It's unfiltered. We'll get into it. Don't you worry. I gotcha. (laughs) So um, when I, um, something that Natalie and I talked about the other day is um, the thought of 
leaving your family, everything that you're comfortable with to go live overseas. Um, it seems super exciting and there's so many highs and lows and everything in between. Um, with that, I think for me, um, I put a lot of expectations on this move and I followed a lot of people on Instagram that have also done this. And I'm just like, oh, everything is like sunshine and rainbows and it's going to be super easy. And um, what Natalie and I both agreed on is like, it's the same shit, different place. Like life is life. Um, No matter where you are, you're going to have your highs and your lows. What makes it a little bit harder is you don't have your people when you are living abroad. Um, anything you want to add to that? No. Okay. <laughs> and, and so that, that does make it a little bit, um, trickier, but I think that, yeah, it's, it is just, it is really hard. Um, but I am very grateful for Natalie, um, because, we are both kind of in the same space in life is like, we're at that awkward age. She's 29, I'm 28. And, and we're like, oh God, you know, so much societal pressures. And, um, and we're both just very much trying to figure out what it is that we want to do with our lives. And the other day we were at this pub and we were talking about like how we're both unemployed and we don't have a vehicle and all of these things. and. Um, this girl um, from Australia, she was like, that's awesome. Good for you guys. Like, <laughs> you'll figure it out. Everything will be fine. And then Natalie and I were like, oh, my God, if this was us in our hometown, like, it would be so embarrassing and there'd be so much pressure. So I love that about living abroad is like you have that time and space without judgment to actually figure your shit out. And um, there's so many people in the same boat, you know, like there's nothing to be ashamed of, of just taking some time and figuring out you. Well said. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think as well, like when you say about you don't have your people, so that's very true. And I think like, it's also this sort of age, I guess actually works well because I'm sort of, I got to a point where I was like, you know, I'm ready to just go and see what happens, but also just have to be, deal with things on my own like and actually just get through shit like whatever happens you know you've, you've only got you but I kind of wanted that as like a challenge I guess like um obviously it's definitely good to have family friends around and so times are hard sometimes but then like yeah I guess it's um that's part of the experience that makes it what it is like you know you've just sort of had to deal with it on your own and you can kind of think okay you know I did that I got through it like literally without even your closest people around so I guess it's yeah it's just something to, you can feel proud of in a way um which is nice whereas if you were maybe a bit younger and sort of it wouldn't be as easy whereas you know you've sort of gone through that time before where you've had the people around and you know you've got them there but like you know just going away whatever happens you just have to deal with it and yeah get through it on your own so mm-hmm. um yeah it's good in that way but obviously not easy all the time like everyone might look at (laughs) it and think oh it's amazing you know you're away doing this but it's not always obviously like every single day isn't amazing like (laughs) things still happen things go wrong but Mm -hmm. it's just an experience I guess so yeah Mm -hmm. um 
share with us your experience. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, it's been lots. There's lots that's gone on, to be honest. Um, so just, I, I think that, like, I can't speak for Natalie, but what I've seen is, like, she moved here. She was so eager. She was so excited. Everything was going really good. She was just taking everything as it came. Um, uh, she was having a great time. And um, she was just open to so many amazing things and just seeing where it takes her. And then, <laughs> then <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Um, yeah, I, I definitely came into it with an open mind. I was sort of winging things, to be honest, compared to other people will want to plan and everything like that. Whereas I thought, I'm not being funny, but you can't really plan this sort of thing. Like you just have to just do it and see where it takes you and wing things like a day even at a time or a week at a time or something like that. So that's the way I was doing it. Um, and yes, yeah, so I started off in Queenstown and stayed there for a while, which was a really good place to be. And at that point, you know, I wanted just a sort of, fun experience and just to be somewhere that's actually got a bit of life going on and um yeah just yeah um so anyway I was working there and for a while staying in hostels for like the first month and a well actually probably for the first two months I was literally just staying in hostels and again that's like very much out of your comfort zone that in itself I'd never stayed in hostels before without a friend so just doing that on my own pretty scary but it's great and if you're in the right place you immediately meet people that are doing the same things um and yeah just have an open mind um there was a lot of drinking involved <laughs> um, I will say and you know it's the place people go in the winter like it's busy you've got everyone's out having a good time really it's it's great um and yeah, there's a few little stories there <laughs> that I wouldn't usually want to share, but <laughs> openly with random people. Now's the time. <laughs> so, yeah, it depends where you're at, but I certainly had nothing to hold me back, nothing going on, but I had some money behind me and I thought, right, like, I just want an experience, go with it, and it's great. I mean... I'm from a little small town where literally nothing ever happens. I gave it a long enough chance for something to happen and there's nothing. It's very boring. Not even, you know, um, everyone's got their lives going on, settled sort of lives around you. And I just thought, well, this isn't for me. I want to go somewhere where I can enjoy where I'm at. And um, yeah, it definitely was like that. <laughs> it was definitely a good place to be for that sort of stage. Um you know, you never know who you're going to meet or where any day or night will take you. <laughs> so, um, while we are on this topic, <laughs> um, tell us about your one hostel experience. <laughs> she stayed in this hostel called Juicy. And they're very well Juicy. known here. Yeah. So, yeah, Juicy Hostel is obviously a you might know it's more sort of pod situation so yeah in fairness you've got some privacy um yeah not my proudest moment but yeah I am so proud of her I am so freaking when she told me this I'm like I think we can be friends 
So the thing is, Natalie's having a hard time explaining this because she's a proper English girl. And <laughs> I'm bringing the crazy out in her and it's great. Um, yeah, let's just say I hooked up with someone in a juicy pod and, you know, that's one of the few, well, one of the many actually experiences of Queenstown. Um, let's face it, that's not even that bad. A lot of people would do it in a hostel mm-hmm. without any privacy. So, mm-hmm yeah um that's that one (laughs) (laughs) and um you know making the most of just actually people being around people pop up out of nowhere to be honest and you you end up spending all night with them and it's it's lovely (laughs) that wouldn't happen at home you dirty dog (laughs) so some might say things got a little juicy (laughs) yeah um so that happened (laughs) she also met another man with a big old wiener (laughs) that is true yes you know it's nice (laughs) to experience at least once in your life so yeah that was that 10 Um, out of 10 (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> um still i'm like how much am i supposed to say <laughs> you can go as deep <laughs> as you want oh well you know i suppose it is what it is it's just <laughs> i went on a few dates with someone and um they had a really big wiener <laughs> in the end <laughs> So that was another experience of Queenstown. But, you know, obviously it's not all about that, but it is Part of also it. nice to have that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to go to Queenstown. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> all right. Okay. So that was all fun and games. Queenstown was amazing for you and uh, you had great experiences. Um, and then what happened? okay so then um during this time in Queenstown um it was all great it's whatever you know I had my friends and people I could do things with um I wouldn't say I made like really close friends for life to be fair but that doesn't matter you know there's still lots of people around for you at the time um and yeah so I was working there and somehow some other man or boy let's say (laughs) comes into my life and we were close you know we made friends we were working together and um also living in the same area of accommodation yeah it was a bit of a weird one to be honest different opinions of people about this particular person (laughs) but um, I just didn't again I was open-minded and I was going with what I experience of people and I will have my own opinion and I obviously, yeah, just went with that. So um, I think I just ended up in a position where I was enjoying this, whatever it turned into over time, which was extremely unexpected and never somebody I would have imagined or anything like that. But you never know what can happen and how things can just change. Um 
anyway, yeah, over time, it took time, I will say that, <laughs> for me to, I suppose, just give in to the fact that there was something going on there. And um, I just thought, you know what, well, I'm away from my family, I'm away from home where anyone knows me, I don't need to be judged, and I'll do what I want and just enjoy what's going to happen while it lasts. So I basically just thought like that, and so I did that. Um, but in that time, I suppose maybe that was silly of me and I've obviously learned things, but also I'm glad it's happened. So, you know, um, yeah, this person ends up becoming, I guess, I suppose a bigger part of my life than I would have thought for the past year, nearly a year, um, which I sort of don't even like to admit and it's annoying me, <laughs> but um, there we have it. Um, yeah, I guess. It's just one of them. You can go into a situation not having a clue that it would actually affect you in the long run or that you would ever gain emotions for this particular person or situation. Um, and then you do after time. Um, doesn't mean it's the right thing still or the right person, but that's just what happens. And then that's where I suppose it becomes a bit dangerous. And <laughs> um, um, yeah, from there on, I would say... It was nice in a way, but also kind of things just went downhill and you never know when suddenly something can just happen where you're, it just changes everything. Um, you know, I had that experience in Queenstown for the first five, six months of being in New Zealand and that's great. So I'm glad for that. But um, obviously it doesn't mean that that or something can't just suddenly happen if you let your guard down to just change that and then yeah obviously it's still like we said life just in a different place away from your friends family um and then yeah <laughs> well, basically so you met this guy and um slowly you fell for him and then um you moved yes um Yes, yeah, so obviously I got myself into the situation. Didn't, obviously, there's reasons I ended up having feelings there. Not all bad um, at all, but it doesn't mean it's the right person still, like I said. And then after time, I just really gave it a go, thinking, okay, let's just see. But it's not right. And to be honest, you know that it's not bringing the best out in you. It's not bringing the best out in either of you, actually. And um, you can just know it's not working and, you know, you might think it for so long, but the time comes where you think, okay, now this is the time I need to just go off and sort my shit out, basically, mm-hmm. on my own again, which is absolutely fine. And that's what you've got to do. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sucks. Obviously, you go away, you leave the person. That's not easy. But I think from that and just making the decision to leave or go mm-hmm. off on your own and actually try and figure something out for yourself, um, things do, you know, come along and when you least expect it like just randomly and it's it's really good Mm -hmm. so you know it's not an easy time but at least you can keep having just little tiny things can just bring you some sort of bit of hope and keep you going on that path instead of just like giving back in again Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah Mm -hmm. and I just like just to give you guys like a little bit of a background story um I think Honestly, Natalie, it was so brave and courageous of you because I think that when, you know, I'm very, I'm very fortunate that I do have Summer and Hugh here and like, I still feel like I do have people, but with you, like you traveled here completely alone. You didn't know what to expect. You were completely open to every opportunity. And 
as you should be, you know, because we just really honestly never know. Mm-hmm. You fell for this guy and then um, you guys even ended up living together for a bit and and that's okay. And I think that like for you to be like something is not right and then leave your place that you were living and someone that you've formed a bond over like with because like he became your people um that's very courageous and good for you for trusting yourself and um jumping out of your comfort zone and um slowly putting yourself back together like that's I think that's the hardest thing and I think all a lot of people can relate to that me especially is just like sometimes we lose ourselves in relationships. And even when I first met you, you were like, I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. Like, how did I get here? here?" And, and it was just like, I felt so much frustration, like that you were, you, I felt like you were so frustrated in yourself. Yeah. And, and I think that like, you're always like, you know, I let my guard down and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I really believe he was put in your life for a reason to teach you something but it's freaking hard mm-hmm. and then you're like who am I like you even said that the other day you're like I'm not this person I'm usually positive <laughs> that's so true yeah definitely like um it was a weird one because in fairness I never gave him my full self I think I was like I knew inside I definitely gained these feelings but I guess I couldn't I couldn't fully accept it like I was accepting it but also not fully I knew I basically was in a pickle it's like I got these years and I felt this certain way but also knew that that particular person there was just definitely red flags the whole way through as well as these really good things there was also the you know alarm bells so it's a weird one I was just like okay I don't really know what's what you're supposed to do here but um I always just think go with your how you feel you know if that's the where you're feeling good and we're both going through a bit of a lonely time I suppose so it just sort of was easy to just like rely on each other have each other and that was nice um but I basically knew it wasn't 100% I also didn't want him to change the way I would have thought on my own I, I think I just wasn't ready for someone to just suddenly come in like that so I just thought oh, I don't want to I need to still think for myself I don't want to feel like I'm sort of um not doing the things I would have done if you know what I mean so um anyway I decided to go back home again as well which I think really just sort of made it go to shit <laughs> um I have every right obviously to go home and see my family and just give that a go um and I didn't I couldn't t- say from there where it would go I didn't know if I'd come back or not really um and I guess in this time I just realized I shouldn't have come back I wasn't ready to come back and you I should have faced it a bit longer and just seen what happened um, but anyway, I was home and that was that. In the meantime, it seems like he's living his best life and suddenly his whole life just changed, turned around and got sorted in a couple of weeks. And I just struggled with that because I just felt like he didn't need me anymore. And I just was suddenly, even though I was at home, I actually felt more lonely than I would have. Um, I can't explain it. It's like, yeah, I wasn't ready to let it go. And I did. I'd gone to the other side of the world. It was just, yeah, weird. And um, I think, uh, yeah, it all just wasn't great. But I decided, you know what, I am going to go back. And my visa was extended and I thought the options to go back is there. I can sort myself out without feeling like I've got the pressure of that hometown 
vibes <laughs> around me as well as then seeing what happens with him. So I came back and I couldn't fit into that life, to be honest. Um, so again, it's like, I guess going through a lonely time or whatever is nice in a way and you give into th these things, but at the end of the day, like if it's not right, it's not right. And him living the life he wants to live, if I don't fit into it, I'm not just gonna force it. And I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling happy. I wasn't feeling in my comfort zone anymore anyway. I, I just felt uncomfortable and lonely still. So, you know, I gave it a go and I thought, well, I might as well just, I'd still feel this way if I'm on my own, but at least I'm getting somewhere trying to sort myself out rather than just feeling this way when I shouldn't be feeling that way, like with him. If, yeah, if that makes sense, I don't really know. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you just realise these things over time. I think um, as much as I just missed, I think that the person he was with me at first and throughout that time, but everything just changed, to be honest. And I wasn't feeling satisfied in what I was receiving from him or that life and his understanding was not there at all for me. Um, and I just think, well, I hate missing him and it sucks, but you know, I'm going to go again now. Like I need to go and just clear my head and be on my own and just like sort shit out. So that's what you do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, it's for the best. And, you know, you, I already feel a bit better for it in the way it can kind of clog your mind, make you feel like not yourself really. Um, but I know where my roots are and I stick by them and I that's who I am and now I feel a bit more like that person again it's coming back you know mm -hmm. and yeah the people you do let in from now you kind of have a bit more wariness and like it's not just like that fun silly time anymore like I just want people that are actually genuine and <laughs> understanding you know mm -hmm. um and they have popped up and it's really nice and you just realize actually I wasn't crazy like <laughs> you know and on that topic because like when you and I were talking it's just like it's so frustrating because you have your roots you know who mm. you are all of the things and then you're like how does one person yeah. make me question everything and when we met you were like you know all I want is like how are you like normal yeah. nice genuine conversation like mm. and you were like you know, I just, I don't understand. Like, and I'm like, that is not too much to ask mm. for, but I feel like he like depleted you so much that you're like, maybe I'm asking for too much. And like, we've all been there mm. <laughs> where they just kind of just leave you empty. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Yeah. And question everything that you stand by. And, um, he was so not your type and, but then society tells us that like, oh, the, your husband will pop up when you're least expecting it, you know, keep an open mind, <laughs> take the good with the bad. And you're like, okay, here we are, you know? And then you look back, you're like, what the actual fuck mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> in there? Absolutely. And, and then yeah. it just comes to a point where you're like, okay, now it's about me. I need to rebuild myself and get back to those roots and I really loved our conversation in that one pot uh one pub uh we were swapping relationship stories and I think you said wow Kaylin you've had a real shit go 
you said um you said how how do you trust and mm. that was a huge turning point for me because I I've never I didn't know and um I answered your question of like you're like how do you trust again and and I answered your question of saying like I don't even know where this came from but I just said um I trust myself and and it's taken me a long time to get here but I trust my own intuition. I trust myself because in all of those relationships, I knew it was wrong. And I chose to stay for longer than I should have, but that intuition was there originally. And that's where you have to find your forgiveness for yourself because we have that intuition, but we often ignore it. And and I, I trust myself because um, I know that I have that intuition and I've just been getting better at listening to it. Like, and then I said to her, I've been hurt by a lot of women in my life, but I'm still open to meeting other people. And like we met, she's a complete stranger, but I just felt that like she's cool and we're going to be fine. And if I hadn't forgiven myself and let go of all of the people that have hurt me in the past, it would have uh, ruined my opportunity for this awesome friendship. And and then the same things goes in relationships too. It's like, I have been hurt so many times um, by, well, I don't want to say so many men. That makes me sound terrible, but we all, Lord knows we all, we all know how many relationships I've been in. Um, and, and it's okay. Like they were doing the best that they could at the time. And they all taught me so many amazing things. Um, and so many amazing things about myself too. And, and I think that that's where it comes into like, I do trust myself. So I am open to meeting people. I don't feel like I have to have my guard up because I will meet someone and I will be so in tune with how I actually feel. And from now on, I'm going to start thinking with my head and not that other thing because I usually <laughs> Oh, here's to hoping. <laughs> But I think like, you know, I think you and you have been put in my life for so many reasons mm -hmm. and vice versa. And yeah. I think that we met each other at the perfect time. Like Definitely. you have shown me like how much um, growth I've actually had because like I have been in your position and maybe I've given you hope. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I think like, you know if I'm honest, I haven't even had loads of like relationships, but this one thing, yeah, I'm confused by it. I'm like, how, how, how do you let, how did I let this happen? Like, and I'm not trying to say it's all bad. I feel, I feel bad really, but it's um still, you know, I'm obviously been hurt by it and thinking what the fuck, like, how did I get here with this person who I would never have even imagined anything would happen with? Um, but yeah, you've definitely absolutely helped so much. And it's just so nice to relate with someone. It just means everything when you're, you know, um, in a position that's a bit weird and confusing and difficult. And then this is, yeah, what I mean by, you know, you sort of just have to get out of your comfort zone for then the experience and actually meet these people and things just pop up, just little bits of hope. And it's great because that's what you want <laughs> and you realize you know yeah I'm not just ridiculous and being too too expecting too much it's it's actually um it's just normal you know yeah you're mm -hmm. not expecting too much it's just um 
you just want the gen- little tiny genuine things that are actually really simple because someone can't do that um so you know for someone else that's fine but not for me I, I still want just the simple things but the ones that just mean a, a bit more like just ask how I yeah ask how I am that's actually all I want you know yes I leave but you know that's just me being maybe I don't know my intuition not letting me just stay in a situation that's not right so yes I leave so you know sorry for that but I'm still a person you don't know where I've gone and I appreciate just a little check-in like how are you getting on or not a sudden I don't care as long as you're not in my little world like I don't care anymore where the hell what happens to you (laughs) so obviously that's not nice and then meeting you like has it's just helped so much um and being sort of yeah you just you just go out there step out there and you meet people that are genuine again and it just is nice it's really nice and you just remember yeah that's what it's about you know mm-hmm. and then you get talked on getting put on their podcast <laughs> I really am not used to this like I don't know what I'm saying really but you're crushing it you're crushing it and I'm so happy you're here um the other thing that I was thinking about I think last night or something is how much space people take up in our minds so (laughs) that that frustrates me too because when I look back on like some of my favorite memories I was like oh yeah but I was worried about that person or I was concerned because that person wasn't texting me back and and I think that like from now on I've just made a promise to myself that no matter what is going on in my life I'm going to try so hard to remain in the present moment because like here um Natalie is going through like a heartache and it's just like it's consuming your mind which it should like it's fine it's part of life but it's like how many opportunities are you missing out on because you're worried about what he's doing and same with me it's like I moved all the way to New Zealand for me and I'm so concerned about everyone back at home and it's just like that's great and I think it's part of the human experience but like what is happening right in front of us? Like where are our feet and how can we um, actually be in this exact moment and just trust whoever is meant to be in our life will be in our life. And it's a hard place to be at because we care so much about connection and people's approval and shit like that. But um, that's my goal is to just be way more present and stop missing out on the actual moments and the people that are here with me right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, no, that's it. Exactly. You just start to think in a much more healthy way like that and actually just become grateful for the little things like, you know, I think um, it's also funny because I'm obviously not like, this isn't the worst situation ever and people have been in so much worse (laughs) like stories and things but But it's it's, this is the one for me and you know if it's relatable for anyone that's great but um it's just funny too because you know I really think like yeah I just sort of went with what I was feeling and then I've ended up in a position where not only that happened with that guy but I've also I've done it at a point where I actually have nowhere to go and no money <laughs> like literally I, I also have no job at this point finding it hard to find one and obviously just have to keep going you just have to keep that hope going otherwise what, what is you know mm-hmm. um I was staying in a hostel that was 
horrible and I've just had to check out because I didn't like want to stay there any longer but thank god like we say you know I'm okay now and so I'm staying on the sofa like and it's just like thank god for those things literally um and yeah this morning I woke up and I thought yeah I'm actually feeling positive weirdly because you know something good is going to come out of this soon something's gonna yeah come along and it'll be worth it Mm -hmm. um so, yeah, I think <laughs> it would have been so much easier to go back to him. Um, to have, yeah, exactly. have a have a point in time. Absolutely, have a place to stay, not have I'm to worry about that. much. But you know, it's like, what is your happiness worth? And I would rather be unemployed with zero money and couch surfing than being in a relationship and feeling lonely. Mm. Um. Hey, speaking of hostels. Mm-hmm. tell us about your one experience that scared the shit out of you oh yeah oh god this was again in juicy actually um <laughs> there was an interesting one yep juicy um so I'd had a very big day it was um, quite a tiring day pretty much everything not quite going to plan so I'd walk some miles back to my hostel and I just got into bed nice and cozy tiredness hits and I was just like right dozing off to sleep um I had the blind of my pod like probably three quarters of the way down and out of nowhere one of the ladies that I was staying with in the room who I hadn't really seen before um just a quick hello um was suddenly tapping at me excuse me excuse me um and she literally put her head right in almost her full body I thought she was actually coming in the pod with me and I was like what is going on excuse me, excuse me, you have to get out. She was like, the police are coming for this other lady that was staying in the room. (laughs) And I was just baffled and very in shock because I just obviously started dozing off and suddenly I've got this, oh, pretty crazy lady. She was literally coming in with me. (laughs) It was quite scary. So anyway, yeah, I'm just like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? And then she says, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, but I was just like, that was not fine behavior. And anyway, um, so I, I ended up going into another room because I was just like, great, I'm in the room with two completely, really crazy people. Um, one the police are coming for and the other one who isn't getting the police but has just literally scared me to death and invaded my privacy. Like, it was bizarre. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just bizarre. Um, but it's all fun and games. <laughs> I guess you just have to... Yeah. Um, just find the funny side of things it's just quite it's yeah it's weird but that was that was an odd one um not fine with that don't 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 come into my pod without an invitation (laughs) and we all know someone got an invitation um so I am very new to the hostel experience and I stayed in I stayed in a hostel twice and Nelson and I was like ah, oh you know what I'm I aspire to just be a backpacker you know I want to backpack around everywhere and just like really live and do hostile things and everything will be fine I'm a princess <laughs> and I can't imagine a backpack. anyways so night one I had a rude awakening like there was a dude and his feet just smelled awful and I was like, you know what, Kaylin, you've paid $30 to be here. Get over yourself. And I like literally had to hide under the covers. He smelled so bad. 
So then the next day I'm like, I can't do it. I'm checking into a motel. Like I cannot do it. (laughs) And then the day, the next night came after my motel stay. And I was like, okay, $30, just try the hostel one more time. So I get into this hostel and Usually when you book into a hostel, Natalie is really good at finding like all women hostels, but this hostel was like mixed dorms. So whatever, it's one night. So I get into the hostel. Uh, Natalie and I had been drinking a good portion of the day (laughs) and evening. And so I was feeling good. And so I walk in, I'm like, hey, and it was all men, three of them. And I think they were all living there. And I'm like, oh, good God. I don't know about this. And nobody said anything to me. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Uh, I'm going to get ready for bed. And then I'm just like, you know, you freak out about the smallest things. Like, is it appropriate for me to like sleep without a bra on? Or do I take my bra off? Or I'm like, screw these guys. I'm taking my bra off. Like, I'm not sleeping with that on. Anyways, it's just like silly things like that. And I was just about to sleep. And then this Korean dude was having a night terror and he started screaming all of these words in Korean and I'm like I can't do this and then the one dude just kept on farting and then the other guy just kept on fidgeting the whole time I'm like I just I don't know I can't do this and then there's Natalie that has just been like literally living in hostels and I just give her so much credit <laughs> yeah thank you that's it I mean on the whole it's been really good for me. I've been lucky on the whole, but there's the odd things where yeah, it's just like, I can't even do this night. And it just disheartens you massively because you're like, this is how I'm living at the moment. And like, I could just be staying with anyone at any night. Like, um, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's quite funny to look back on. At least we get these stories from it. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a bit scary. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the like- moment. And you got uh, some boxed wine the other day. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the other day, that was it. Um, I met an older lady in one of the hostels who come into the room that I was staying in. Um, and she was going to be there for the last four nights or so that I was going to be there. And yeah, she comes in and it's probably about half 12 p.m. <laughs> um, so it's just acceptable to drink wine. But yeah. Um, she came in and she'd been sharing with a couple of guys she didn't feel comfortable with. Um, so she was in our room and she just, yeah, comes in sort of obviously saying her piece about that. And then just suddenly says, do you want some wine? Gets out a full on box of wine and we sit there all day in the living room drinking it. Um, so yeah, you know, that's nice. But again, that wasn't great. And she was a very loud sleeper. (laughs) I didn't have good sleeps pretty much the whole time she was there. Um, And yeah. And then we met another little guy who I've now got the leftovers still of a box of wine, which is nice. Um, But yeah, again, so the other night I was in one just around the corner and yeah, the fidgety thing. I was on the top bunk, some other person on the bottom um, I hadn't met them before because I come in kind of late and then just fidgeting, constant, constant fidgeting all night. Some muttering to themselves, adding to the mix. So, yeah, I was pretty on edge. Um, and then hence why now I'm here staying on the sofa <laughs> or, or on the mattress, actually. <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> um, anyways, so that is a little uh, update from New Zealand. <laughs> 
Um, I just um, want to thank you so much for coming on, Natalie. I appreciate it. Uh, do you have any final words or anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? Um, well, thanks for having me. And I hope I've not been too unbearable to listen to because I can imagine it's just not great. Um, so thanks for listening. And yeah, stay positive. You know, things will come up when you need it most but you have to let yourself kind of just be low if it's needed just be low and eventually things will start looking up again that's what I would say yeah and New Zealand's really lovely if you ever wanted to visit (laughs) but don't go to Juicy yeah (laughs) I've heard people have had sex in those parts um yeah thank you natalie and uh new zealand is wonderful and i think like i don't think i know like you've really inspired me because you know you just came here with no plan and you're just winging it and you know you've had so many great experiences plus a lot of experiences that you've been able to learn from so i really appreciate that and uh yeah natalie will be coming to canada one day so i'll keep you guys uh updated when she comes so she can go on tour and uh sleep on your guys' sofas too (laughs) (laughs) kidding anyways uh thank you guys so much for listening and um as always if uh someone came to mind while you're listening to this please send it your way send it their way and know that like here natalie and i are with zero plans no job little to none no money and I don't know I don't know if I've ever been happier so Mm -hmm. like you don't need those external things to make you happy don't be afraid to say yes to the adventures and be open to who you meet along the way um so thanks for stripping with us and uh stay weird everyone